Hey everybody, Rob here, and usually in this spot, I like to remind you guys about using our links for Amazon.com. And since you guys are always so generous with your support of this podcast and our upcoming show, Reality Game Masters, I want to give something back. So starting this Friday, March 1st, through Thursday, March 7th, I'm going to be donating 100% of our Amazon referral fees to Michelle's Place. That's the charity that Jillian Larson supports with the Reality Rally going into its third year. So you can do all of your shopping online and get the best deals while supporting a great cause from March 1st to March 7th just by clicking the Amazon banner on our site or going directly to robhasawebsite.com slash Amazon. And thanks again. All right, coming to you live from my apartment. It's a mini uh, Survivor fans versus favorites uh, original fans tribe reunion five years later. I am Rob Sestrina, and it's a very intimate gathering uh, so far here tonight. Uh, we're joined here by, uh, on the bottom of the screen, you can see here, uh, he is a man who uh, you, uh, he, he's a, are you the biggest Survivor ever, Joel? Um, I don't think so anymore. I think Shamar's got me. Beat oh, that's true. Oh, what was I thinking? But, uh, He's got... if, if you go based on waist size, I, I might be, I mean, not, <laughs> not big size. If you proportionally, I might be one of the largest. Yeah. Well, Shamar survivors. has you beat in man boobs though. He, oh, I'll give him that. Give yeah. him that. <laughs> All right. And then let me also introduce, uh, here she is. It's Kathy Sleckman. Crazy Kathy. Can you believe it's me and Joel? We're the only two that showed up, man. Yeah. You know? It's a misfit army. That's what we are. Yeah. We did. We tried. And Joel, you and I were so close on the island. I know. I know. I I specifically, I told Rob, I said, I'll only do it if Kathy's there. All right, well, let me... You're killing me. <laughs> All right, let me set the stage a little bit here, guys. So uh, originally we had planned, I think we had were scheduled to have uh, five people here. We had a, a, a couple of late cancellations here in the game, uh, which is unfortunate, but that's not going to stop our fun because uh, we're here to talk about it. It's five years later, five years after the fact of Survivor fans versus favorites. It's time for another fans versus favorites. We have a whole new fans tribe and plus we have one of your own your own tribe mate eric reichenbach is now a favorite can you believe it um yeah <laughs> i believe it i mean i i believe it he's there so he he must be i see him i see him on the tv yeah so he must be there <laughs> he's there and, and and he's been so good at strategizing and really working the, this is sarcasm by the way if nobody can figure it out <laughs> This is sarcasm. <laughs> Very good. I don't, I'm just wondering whose favorites these were. Right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're somebody's favorites because they're back. They're back and they're, they're ready. Jeffs. They're Jeffs. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's let's get into a little uh, bit of this here. We uh, have uh, Joel and Kathy with us live. We also have our chat room live with us here on robhasawebsite.com. If you want to send us in some questions, you can tweet them uh, using the hashtag RHAP. We have some questions for you guys uh, on our Facebook fan page. And uh, let's 
let's get in. Well, let's let's. Uh, do we have uh, some updates on any of your other tribe mates? Uh, I tried to reach out to as many people as I could find. The only person who I didn't have any contact info for was Jason. Uh, I... <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I reached out to Natalie. I know a lot of people were asking for Natalie. She has a class on Monday nights, and she said uh, she would like to be here, but she couldn't. Uh, Alexis, I believe, is traveling around the country uh, speaking about stuff. Uh, girl, girl stuff. Girl stuff. Eric obviously couldn't be here with us. Mikey B is apparently in Costa Rica right now. Uh, Chet was scheduled to be here with us. He's having some technical difficulties. Uh, Mary and Tracy. Uh, who? Who? <laughs> Mary who? Yeah, that's right. Uh, who else are we missing? Who else? Did I skip anybody? Mary. <laughs> yeah, all right. Kathy's on fire to start here. What did, I, what did I sign up for here? I, I don't know, but it's fun. I think we needed this, Joel. It's it's like group therapy or something. Sure, okay, good, good. That. All right, that. well, let's, let's talk about a fans versus favorite season. Uh, now, you guys have a unique experience that only you guys and these other survivors have ever had to play in a season, not against other people who have played uh, or not against other people who are on the same footing, but I think it's a very unfair thing to have a fans versus favorite season. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. I re- you, you okay there, Joel? It's moving. Yeah, I'm just adjusting. Adjusting. I'm just, I'm just adjusting. I got it. I usually I pace when I talk, so I'm, uh, <laughs> it's gonna move the camera. I'm, yeah. Was well, that you're I, in and out? You're in and out, and I don't know if it's uh if it's my my sound or your microphone, but you're yeah. a little bit in and out. Rob. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. No, you're good right. over here. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't know if fair is the way, but it. it, it I mean, you're definitely. You're definitely going in. Uh, I believe at a disadvantage. You know, you got people. I, I think Kathy would probably say the same thing. Now that you've done it once, at, at, even if there's short a time as as I was there, as we were both there. When you've done it once, it, there's just there's it, it, the people we all played against went far in the game, and there's definitely an advantage. To knowing what to expect, being prepared for the not only the elements but the social game. Obviously, we know that people have relationships once they've played the game. Uh, I had no idea about any of that going on, but, but but that's you know there's there's knowing those things now. There is absolutely a disadvantage. Um, fair is relative, but definitely an advantage for that returning team. I thought it was brilliant. I remember standing in the pouring rain, barely hearing Jeff um, say what he was saying. And when fans came out, I mean, favorites, I was like, Mark Burnett, this is brilliant. I just thought, what a concept. Because they always did an all, all stars Mm -hmm. or just all new people. So to mix that, I just, I stood there just in wow. And plus the fact that I saw Yao Man. So you love Yao Man. I do love Yao Man. I really do. I got to spend some good quality time with Yao Man and Survivor Bob and Susie's in Iowa. And uh, oh my God, we had so much fun. Yao Man, yeah, I'm sorry. He's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude, man. I, I ruined with him um, after I had been voted out. He's just a, he's a good guy. I like He's him a just lot. a cute, he's a cute little Asian man. <laughs> Very smart. Yeah. It's funny because I, that, question actually been has been asked a lot or each time in a very small handful of times that i've spoken with people but uh the um 
you remember when we were on the island, Kathy, about we were there for about five days before the game started and they they were pulling us out and talking to us at different times. And the one day we went in and it was Jeff Proth was in one of the cabins. Right. And uh, and we spoke with him and he specifically asked, you know, so who do you think the other 10 players are? And I said, I, you know, I have no idea, but I can only tell you that I really hope it's not past players, whoever it is. And he said, oh, really? Why is that? And I said, well, I just, I don't, I, I don't want to play against other people who have already this game. I would rather play against 10 other brand new people um, with an even playing field. I, I felt like I could beat them. Um, obviously, you know, if you know me, especially at that time, I feel like I could beat anybody, but, uh, but obviously that's not the case. So. <laughs> no, do you guys did you guys feel at all at the time that the show was on or any time after the fact that you guys got a raw deal in that, you know, everybody at home and I know a lot of people with this season are saying, "Okay, uh, we're we're bored with the fans. We want to see our favorites. They are they're the people that we know." It was, a lot of people said this week, "Oh, this was a boring episode because we wanted to see the people that we know. We want to see Philip, we want to see Cochran, we want to see the the faces that we know as opposed to these new people." Did you guys ever feel like sort of like uh you're sort of like the redheaded stepchildren that you know that well we want to see our fate we want the favorites not fans oh yeah they had that one episode where it was penner and yao man and uh they were arguing with sari and that took up half a show i think and we were like well where's us and then when they did show us well we all look like a bunch of buffoons and i gotta say chet my first gay friend, that's still my friend, he got like the worst edit like ever. I mean, you got to admit it, Joel. I mean, we, you know, I'm, it's hard to defend, but he got way worse of an edit. Although the dive into the water is my favorite. And he did stand there and say he could dive deep down in the water. So if there was a water challenge, pick me. So we did. And that was so, I mean, I had to sit out that challenge, but my, Oh. Chad, I love you, but that dive is classic. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, we looked like buffoons. Well, I have to give but you I guys think credit. That was the point. That was the point. It's entertainment, right? Survivor is an entertainment show. It's on TV. It's got to be entertaining. Not, I, I really believe not everyone they pick to go on Survivor they think will win. Some of it is like right. for entertainment. I mean, because they're there to entertain people, not be bored to death or have the entire show be strategy. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you guys, yeah, look Phil at crazy. Oh my God. I don't, I can't even say the word hands without throwing up a little bit in the back of my throat. So, you know, to put those people on, you know, they're not going to win, but they're there for entertainment. And I think that's what they did by doing the first fans versus favorite. We were the entertainment. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see a, a, a part of that being, being real, um, you know, being maybe by design. Because we, we were definitely going to be out there tripping over ourselves and trying to figure things out for the first time. And that contrast is really, I think, what was interesting to me is that watching it, not necessarily that it wasn't fair or that, you know, anything else, just just that contrast of um, you know, everybody sits at home and says, oh, I could do that or I'd play better than him. I mean, we all did that before we were on too. that 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 sense of, well, you know, that person's so stupid and we criticize and judge and analyze all the different moves. Well, well now here's your opportunity smart guys and uh and there's there's going to be a very definitive contrast no matter what um and and i think so that kind of amplified our buffoonery and uh 
and, 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 and it was it was entertaining now who do you think had more formidable favorites to go up against you guys or the favorites on this season we did Okay, I'm sorry, Joel. You go no, ahead. No, that's all right. I think it, it, it's hard to say because you've got you, – you almost have, you know, two decades now of mm-hmm. Survivor, and comparing the first half with the second half is really hard to do. I mean, our season fell right in the middle for the most part, and, and you're looking at a, a really big contrast of people because I think, um, I think the shows evolved so much that – maybe even fans or viewers are looking for something different too. Uh, some of the names, I guess it depends on how you define uh, favorite. You know, if you define favorite by somebody who, who played the game well, played with a very, uh, a very deliberate and very obvious strategy um, and, and was able to manipulate, was able to, whatever that was, or if you define a favorite as somebody who is just um going to go out there and create a character in, in an attempt to write a story and sell a book and do, if that's the kind of fan or favorite that you want, then, then maybe that's what they want this season. <laughs> Why well, did any of the favorites from the first season know not want to write a book? Why, why didn't they do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it's coming. Are there any out there? I, I don't know about, are there, are there I mean, I thought we had way better favorites. We had Penner. Uh, Parvati, I totally hated, hated. I thought, oh, what a slut, what a whore. That's all she did on her season was slut well, around. And But she, once you knew her, she was awesome. And we had Yao Man and we had Fair Play and we had, you know, the people that were caring. I just yeah. think we had more favorite favorites. Yeah, now, absolutely. I mean, you have Francesca, Three, who yeah. was voted off on the first show, so you never really get her. Now she comes back again, but it's like we never even really got to know her. And we had that- favorites that were known for things that they did that were related to the game, yeah. rather than favorites that were known for things they Being did voted off to, <laughs> to, to be goofy or get noticed or what right. they did outside the game. or You know, like, like Brandon and I don't even... I, I don't get that. I just don't get it. Uh, right. I don't um, either. Might be a great guy. I've never met him, but I don't get it. I don't get it as a as a viewer and as a fan of Survivor. I don't get it. Yeah, you know, if you really take apart that original favorites tribe that you guys went up against, I mean, you have Ozzy, who is, you know, probably the greatest challenge competitor of all time. You have Suri, Sur- who's probably one of the greatest strategic minds uh, of all time. They they have you have Parvati, who's considered by some the best player to ever play the game. Uh, you have James, who's another beast in the challenges. Penner is a, an all-around really good player. Between uh, he's very strategic and he's no slouch in the challenge. Yao Man, who's one of the you know, uh, is a very smart strategist and somebody who's nearly impossible to beat if he gets close to the end of the game. Uh, Amanda, who's another Survivor Hall of Famer, who is really just out, outstanding. Johnny Fairplay, uh, who is one of the you know uh, most sneaky and diabolical survivors uh, of all time. And then uh, Amy, who's uh, who's uh, you know was also a, a beast in her season, and yeah. So yeah, this time it, Phillips leading the group. <laughs> I mean, and basically he just keeps saying, "I'm doing a Boston Rob." So why don't you just put Boston Rob back on? Or <laughs> you know, if Philip can be the leader of this whole group, it's then you know the group is not that good. Yeah. Uh, tell you me, know, I know that there's more show to come. I know, and it's right. And I don't like um, 
I hate spoilers. I hate spoilers. We all so do. I don't know anything that's going on. I stay away from spoilers because it just does not make the show interesting for me. But what I've seen so far, yeah, and Cochran, who I liked, he's pretty much just gets interviews stating the obvious. Phil is crazy. I want to shoot. I don't see any strategy. I see nothing so far going on. Yeah, I, I think that it's definitely, I mean, we know we, we watch every season. It's definitely going to evolve, right? Everything's going to start to develop and, and we're going to get hooked in even more. And, uh, but I, but I think at the, at the onset, it is kind of a, what I don't watch survivor to see people act ridiculous. That's not what got me hooked in at the beginning you know no i wasn't, you hated I wasn't uh, <laughs> is that why you, is that why you didn't like kathy she was too much of a character yeah no um, wonder he hated you know I, I mean and it's it's not even it's not even that it's not even if you're a character like kathy is kathy, that's kathy she's not she's not trying to create something that's kathy and uh, I think that's the difference is when you see somebody who tries to create a character rather than just go out there and be themselves, which we're all kind of ridiculous enough being ourselves, um, there's, there's no real reason to create a character for a show. I watch it to watch the strategy. I watch it, and, and, and that's what I said even all through my interviews is I'm not a fan of the characters and the people, and I could barely even tell you most of their names. But I'm a fan of the challenges. I'm a fan of of the strategy. I'm a I'm, that's what I'm a fan of when I watch the show. So when that's overshadowed by ridiculousness, I I have a tendency to you know go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you have a toilet and toilet paper now, so it's much better. It's much yeah. better. What? Now I, is, I it really, is it real easy for you to talk about pooping now? Always. It is right. It was always. It was always. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I've been watching some of your season over the last couple of days to get ready to talk to you guys. And now I didn't remember this um, from, you know, from watching it five years ago. But you guys had a really, really brutal season weather wise. And I think that people sort of forget about that. And uh, those horrible favorites, what they did to poor Kathy, keep sending her out to uh, Exile Island on top. Yeah, but it of- gave me a break from Joel and Jason, so it actually was pretty nice. <laughs> but you guys, I don't know what I don't know what break you needed from me. But... <laughs> I gotta give you crap, Mister. Oh, I have right. given you some crap. That's okay. Yeah, because I'm back on the meds and I feel like I can now without yeah. breaking down and crying. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me how bad the weather was for for you guys, because it was a you know we we saw we had a bad start to the season in Philippines, but you guys had a very you know really horrible storms those first couple of days. I, I remember being in Ponderosa and the people who were voted out after me said that a, another really big storm came shortly after I was voted out for day fourteen. And, uh, and, and a really big storm came in for another two or three days after that. Um, but even prior to, and then I think my point is that then I think it started to clear up after about halfway through or about 20 or so days into the game, it started to clear up for them. It got a lot nicer, but it was hurricane season. And, uh, and the first 10, eight to 10 days out there were just absolutely ridiculous. I remember uh, there was one stint that was literally four days straight of, of solid rain. And we weren't dry. We couldn't go anywhere yeah, to get no. dry. No, no. <laughs> and you couldn't sleep without shoes on because of the rats and there was nowhere to go. And I was stuck on Exile Island with Amy when that huge storm came in. 
and Nathaniel's camera broke. He waterlogged because Amy's screaming at him, Nathaniel, you better be getting this on tape. He goes, I can't. I fried the camera. They're going to kill me. So none of me and Amy against a rock just getting pummeled That's for eight hours with our hands. Then that was when uh, Jason was stealing all the palm fronds off our shelter. And then Chet was going to stick one up his ass or something. And I don't know. I wasn't there. I was on exile. <laughs> Chet told me that was quite a night with you guys. That was a good one. I, I was, yeah, that was... I, I I just I just finished. I was telling somebody about that 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 uh, Chet was pretty upset. But yeah, you guys. I mean, obviously, obviously, we know we all watched. You guys were alienated. The three of oh. you, Tracy and and Mary and Chet, were alienated. You guys went and made your own shelter. I never slept in the shelter. I think maybe one night I slept in the shelter of all the day, nights I was there. Um, and uh, so then all the cool kids, you know, were in the other shelter. And uh, just what we have this season too. The it's four a very, cool that's, a, that's, it's very similar, but it, there's only but four there's of them. Really four of them. Only... Yep. Not so well when you start to tell everybody how cool you are. Trust me, <laughs> I know how that works out for you. It doesn't start to work out so it doesn't work out so well when you tell everyone how cool you are. They uh, have a tendency not to believe you or think on the same page as you do. But uh, yeah, so we've got four in in a in a tribe of 10 and we're going to start to announce that to everybody now on the flip side with with our tribe it was believed that it was seven against three but that really wasn't the case but it was believed that there was seven against three um i'll, I'll inform you if you're still unaware five years later of what the real dynamic of that was but uh um the uh so while you were gone anyways jason was jason was taking palm fronds that you guys had prepared from your shelter and putting them on theirs and uh and i told i told him to stop because chet was upset and i told him if he didn't stop i was going to tear down every shelter on the island <laughs> wow the enforcer he is he's the enforcer that's <laughs> yeah. so i actually stood up for you guys in your shelter in case in case nobody has known that in all the time yeah well, that's sweet except you would have tore ours down too <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but joel <laughs> Standing up for that's us. Yeah. Swift. That's called swift justice. That's that's called. <laughs> yeah. it's called tough love, man. Tough love. <laughs> no, and everybody remembers Joel, you being uh, hard on some of these guys, and of course, uh, you know, uh, Chet in that challenge where you guys were connected. But you guys kind of saved uh, these three, uh, the, the Kathy, Chet, and Tracy's bacon right. uh, for, for a while there, because Mikey B wanted to take out chet or tracy and was going to split the split the votes but you kind of saved these guys early on so you guys did work together i'm sorry i didn't hear that last part so you guys did work together see well that's the dynamic that i was going to explain and 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 one of the reasons why i really wish more people from our season would have shown up for this because this is a discussion that i haven't i haven't spoken to anybody from from uh season 16 probably since the finale um, and, and part of that was because I was, I was bitter and angry, but part of it was because I just, I, I don't, I don't do the, the social game obviously very well. We saw that when I played, but, um, anyways, there was, uh, there were four of us that formed an alliance right out of the gate on day two. The, the other three, Jason, Mary, and Mike weren't aware of that alliance that four of us formed. And I don't believe that Kathy 
and uh, Tracy and Chet were aware of that alliance. So when I say an alliance of four, my, my argument is that an alliance of four on a, on a tribe of 10 can actually work if you don't let anybody know about it. If you don't tell anyone you have an alliance of four you, and, and there's three people on one side that absolutely hate the three people on the other side, you can potentially go pretty far with that. And that's exactly what we had. Um, and so the obvious votes, and I mean no offense to Kathy about it, but the obvious votes were obviously Tracy and, and Kathy and Chet right out of the gate. That's what Mikey wanted. And, uh, and we, I, Mikey told us we were old and weak within the first 20 minutes of being there. <laughs> I mean, the first 20 minutes, he told each of us we were old and weak. And, and, but you guys yeah. were, in, you, have to, you have to admit, though, too, that you guys were obvious votes for early game. No, to, well, yeah, because we were the three normal, for normal strategy. Now, my thing was that since that's the obvious vote, who would go next once the three of them were gone? Who was the only other parent, the only other older married adult parent on that tribe? You. Yeah. So I would have been the fourth vote out either way. So that's why I had to, that's what, what I saw. And I said, something besides me hanging out with the cool kids that are making fun of these these three adults over here something else has to happen because that was you, you that was as soon as we stepped on that island that that dynamic was seven against three and and so i sat and spoke with alexis and natalie and jason we made an alliance of four and told nobody about it and we we're going to let the three on this side hate the three on the other side and try to pick them off one by one the Mary vote was because she was playing Poverty's game. Mary. <laughs> Doesn't get on. It's Mary. The Mary vote was because she was playing Poverty's game. And I wasn't bullying Kathy. Kathy just stepped back on the island from, from exile, and we were heading over to, to tribal. And I just, I had to let her know. Right it's Mary. Who? It's Mary. Who? It's Mary. <laughs> Look, okay, that's all we're talking about. We got to go. We got to get on the boat and go to tribal. I was, it wasn't a bully. It wasn't, you're going to do what I'm going to, you're going to do what I say, you know, oh, and just, I never thought that. No, I, I didn't think you did. That. I didn't yeah, think I you never did. did, but uh, I, how they edited it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen ever. It was, it was well done. It, it was, was, it well was done. that was well edited. Um, Poor, but, but now, I mean, Rob, you can see how a, a, an alliance of four could potentially could potentially do well in a in a tribe of 10. Well, absolutely. And you have to look no further than the team that you were playing against on Survivor Fans versus Favorites, where the alliance of four, which was, you know, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy Parvati, Amanda, right. and James, yep. they were they were a tight four. And absolutely. then obviously they pulled in Suri, and Suri had her own thing with uh, Parvati and with Amanda, but that was a, that was a foursome that was absolutely. really tough to beat. Yeah, and that and it and it totally made sense. The, again, the only thing was like similar to what the um, to what the fans tribe is doing this season was they they let everybody they let everybody know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so then things kind of had to shift as the season went along, and they had to get rid of the guys and and turn on their own some of their own alliances and bring some women in to that to that deal. But initially, early up front, it it was perfect. Um, but like I said, I saw Mary do playing a poverty game, playing a game of of uh, of of um, gosh darn it, of uh, 
uh, uh, the flirting, yes. you know, the flirting and the manipulation. And, and, and I know that that's denied, that's been denied in many interviews that I've listened to, that there was nothing between Mikey and Mary, but I didn't vote them out myself. So the rest of the tribe must have seen something because I really don't believe that I was that powerful in those early days to convince everybody that there was something going on that wasn't. So. Yeah. And, in, you know, um, to the detriment of Parvati and Amanda and Ozzy and James, they did make it obvious and they were They did get lucky about the whole Johnny Fairplay thing, because that easily could have right. been Parvati that went home that first night. Absolutely. Uh, and they were also lucky that, you know, you know, the Sari thing ended up developing the way it did, where she ended up, you know, not getting along with Penner and siding with right. them. But they could have gone down that first vote. And, and again, that's the beauty of that's the beauty of the game. That's the thing about the game of Survivor that I love is that at any moment it can change for you or against you, and and that's that's what we see there. We don't have to key in on on their relationships that are developing. We just have to watch the game evolve. That's what's exciting about it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the current Survivor fans, and I want to hear your take on uh, what they're doing. Are there any of these Survivor fans that you guys have been impressed with uh, so far? Uh, I just, on a personal level, really like the beard. Uh, he's just my. I, I would. I would probably align with him right away if I was out there with him. He's not necessarily doing anything special in the game. I just like the beard. I like the beard. If I could grow a beard out, if I didn't have to wear an SCBA for my job every day and I had to have a clean shaven face, I would I would grow my beard out just just like his almost. My wife would hate it. But, uh, the, you know, the tattoos, the, the, the person he is, I, I think he's neat. He's interesting to me without acting like a crazy person. Um, I actually like the gay guy. Oh, <laughs> I do. I would totally be friends with the gay guy. I don't. Michael. What is wrong with me? I come from a small town, never meet him. Now I'm drawn to him. I don't know. I think the two of them together. That's interesting. Kind of play yeah. off each other very yeah. well. And yeah. and you like the beard guy. I like the gay guy. So yeah. I think we're going to see more from him. Well, those As guys, I agree. Those guys are both in a good now spot. Now I'm saying gay okay, or do I have to say homosexual? Well, oh, uh, how, do, how do I know, Kathy? What are you saying? It's up to you. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, but I feel like Matt and Mike are in a very good position because you have these three remaining cool kids with Eddie and Reynolds and uh, with Hope there. And then so they could go with them or they could go with the other four people that are in that group. So they are in a good position to swing either way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Shamar's always an obvious vote. He's kind of, you know, he's he's upset enough people that he, he could be an obvious vote at any time. Um, he's the goat. So. He's the goat. He's the final gold, baby. He's the one you take to the end so that yeah, everybody hates him. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like that strategy, but I, I know he, you're Sherry, right. But. Sherry's doing it. She's, <laughs> she's like, oh, I'll, I'll take him to the end. I'll be with him. I can handle him. So she's doing the take the one everybody hates to the end. I could see him making it far or being being off in the next two or three shows. Yeah, Joel, something yeah, that. He- that came, that came up in the last uh, interview that I did. I was talking about, uh, you know, I have no idea what it's like to be such a big guy playing Survivor and to be a guy that's, you know, uh, Shamar's size. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, Shamar is, I have no idea. I 
if I had to guess what Shamar weighs, I could I couldn't tell you. Is he three thirty, three forty? He said around three hundred, but I, I don't know how tall he is. If he's if he's around six two, six three, I would I would guess him around three thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that like to be such a huge person on Survivor, and now you're getting like a hundred calories a day, two hundred calories a day? I I can tell you when when I was when I left to get on the island, I was two hundred and sixty pounds. Now, there is absolutely no way I've been 320 pounds and there is no way I would have been able to function in that setting with that amount of calories at 320 pounds. So Mm -hmm. how he's doing it, I I can only assume that he's probably going back to some of his military training, but how he, I don't know what he does in the military because he's, he's, I don't think he's doing a lot of physical work. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It, it would surprise me if he was because he's he could be breastfeeding in the nursery in the military nursery <laughs> he could be I, don't, I don't know what his role is i don't know i don't know that they've even said or or Lacta- lactation coach or if or, or we know how it goes if he's even really in the military maybe he just went to an army surplus store and got a bunch of camouflage before he before he went out <laughs> i think he's in the military let's not take that away from shamar please we don't need him get, getting mad at us telling us to shut up <laughs> don't be a weenie, Rob. Yeah. Shut up. Don't like be that. a weenie. Say what you feel. Yeah. Now, you know, something that I've been thinking about in watching you guys and watching this season, like, is it more important for a tribe of fans to have a tribal unity going up against such a tough opponent in the favorites as opposed to a season like, you know, if the fan, the fans, I feel like need to have a mentality. If we don't stick together. It has to be fans all the way. If, if yeah. you know, they got to say, "Hey, a favorite will not win this game. It's us till the end." And they have to be strong and stick to that. And I feel like if they don't, then I think that they're gonna. We, we may have a season like what happened yeah. with you guys, Likewise. where yeah. we have you know how many you know, Eric and Natalie are the only people at the end with a bunch of favorites. Right. Can I, th- I, can I say yeah, something on this Absolutely. one? Go for yeah. it. Because that's what shocked the bejesus out of me. When we got to that island in the first 20 minutes, Mikey B is like, you three are going first, draw straws, choose amongst yourselves. It was like them against us. And I, and I was so shocked because I'm like, wait a minute, it's supposed to be all of us against them until right. further in the game. Then we can be against each other. Yeah. I mean, to the extent we were against each other and all the bullshit that went on that island, like even with the shelter and all that, I remember just being shocked going, this isn't survivor. What the is going on here? And the first challenge we won, I remember being so excited. We beat the favorites. We beat the, I think within three minutes, I shut up, get to work. I'm like, what happened? Can we not revel in our beating of the favorites? And I, that set a really horrible tone i was blown away by that because it was supposed to be all of us against them and yeah that I, just have, didn't happen. I agree i have to i have to agree 100 with what kathy just said it's like there was a there was an immediate division on our tribe and, and i think part of it though was the like the shock of the fact that we were playing against people who had played before none of us i don't think had that in our in our thought process um so there was we we uh absolutely what you said rob there's there should have been the sense of us against them okay yeah we'll do our little alliances you know and kind of my you know my my uh um the alliance that i was a part of was 
hopefully in a perfect world, it, it just in case, you know, just in case things start to fall apart. And, you know, when you have to vote somebody off, you better be prepared to, to vote somebody off. But, um, but at the same time, we, we definitely absolutely should have had that mentality, especially, especially when they shuffled us, especially when they shuffled us, it should have been us against them. If, if one of them wants to jump sides, fine, but none of us are. And, and I, you know, that was a big mistake. That was a big mistake on my part, um, was not, was not immediately doing that instead of, instead I focused on Chet when I should have immediately been focused on anyone on the other side, anyone, whoever the four of us agreed on, didn't matter who. Good. Well, you know, we're coming up to a point in this season where I have a feeling we're going to have another tribe swap. Both of you guys went through the tribe swap on your season. I mean, let's let's talk through that about, you know, what we can expect to see from learning from what happened on your guys' tribe swap when really the control of the game, because once the tribe swap, we have, in, I think it's the fifth episode, other than Penner going out of the game, that's when Joel goes out. Uh, Kathy, you, uh, that's the, you make your exit there. Chet gets, vo- Chet gets voted out. Tracy gets voted out and we lose a ton of fans, uh, right there in that spot. You're and you, you, you missing a finger. <laughs> that's really. the finger she cut off. That's the Not finger really. she cut off to get out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to honest to God. That's how bad it was. Then I told Eliza. And she goes, well, that's not a good idea. And I'm like, it's brilliant. Because I promise if I ever got on this show, I would never, ever quit. I promised myself, promised everybody. So Penner going out medical. I never even thought medical. So I'm thinking, okay, medical. Pinky, I don't play piano. I don't play guitar. I'll do it not on my wedding ring finger. Brilliant. Exactly. And then Eliza (laughs) was like, I honestly thought, Eliza, I've got this great idea, you know, because we would go to challenges and it's like, okay, maybe today's the day. Today's the day we might lose. And one thing I could never do, which is why my tribe uh, respected it, is I can't purposely throw a challenge. You know, we've seen China. We've seen other things where people purposely throw a challenge just so they can go to tribal council to vote somebody out. And I don't believe in that kind of survivor game. I get how it can be strategy. Now I get that but I don't believe in it. So every challenge we went to, I did my best. I did nothing to try to throw it because I just didn't have it in me as bad as I wanted to get the hell out of there. I couldn't throw a challenge. So it got to the point where my great idea was cutting the pinky off. Brilliant. They make fake ones, right? They look probably real. (laughs) Easy to pick my nose. I don't know. Not as, not as, you know, long to get up there, but so that's when Jeff came in and they said, that's, yeah, you you can't see the infection. It's not like Penner's knee, but yeah, there's some mush going on in there. That's, that's not right. <laughs> and Eliza was afraid if I stayed, they'd always be wondering where the machete was. So she had a good point there. That's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Joel, did you ever consider cutting off any appendages on Survivor? <laughs> no. Not, Yours or I other people? I can't say that I did not once, no. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Kathy, a lot of people were asking, uh, you know, do you, I mean, do you regret uh, leaving the game in that way or that was that what was right for you in that moment? Well, you know, once you get back on your meds and you get back to normal, you go, what the hell did I do? You know, oh, my God. But at the time it, it was stay on or lose a finger, which at the time I didn't care. I was willing to go. I thought it was a great idea. So Jeff's, you know. 
said, yeah, you're pretty much done, you know? And <laughs> yeah, of course I looked back and went, what the f did I do? Right. No, you know, I just, my husband, I was just like, what have I done? You know, and you got to live with that. You got to work yourself through it. And you have to take all the shit that people give you. Because, of course, they give you crap because, oh, you took somebody else's spot. You know, mm -hmm. and I get that. But how it turned out is not at all how I planned it. I had no clue that was going to happen. And what was it? Was no. it just the rain? Was it just the weather? Or was it that after the tribe swap, you felt like you were in a really bad position? Oh, no, I was in a great position after the tribe swap. Even Penner said, you're going to the end because nobody was going to vote me off. They knew I was a loyal Lily just sitting in the background going, yeah, I'll vote your way. You know, That's like right, Sandra, Kat. as long as it ain't me. I you would know, take but, you uh, to the end, Kathy. You You'll be sitting next to me. It'll be great. We'll go to the end and yeah, I'll get I'll like, get medevac. Yeah, You'll cut out the finger. Thing. Yeah, Penner. Good yeah. Penner. <laughs> thank you thank you got a lot of practice oh, last season. when he left i tell you that was the last thing i mean i would hold his hand we'd all be in a line in the dark i'm like wait up penners wait wait don't go. you know we can't see i'm holding penner's hand so yeah, i see a trend i see a trend with penner in in that he targets the emotionally Weak. unstable people exactly <laughs> but, exactly. I, I could, but even in that i could have seen now that you mentioned that i could have seen kathy making it to the end if there was more if there was oh. just a, just a little more stability up top yeah because i even i even said to natalie and those guys i'm like man if we ever lose a challenge really i'm good with you guys letting me go and both um Natalie and Alexis said, uh-uh, we're not letting you go. You're yeah. too low. We'll vote out Jason before we ever vote you out. So you're not. So then, of course, I'm like, fuck, I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, okay, when you go for all your interviews and all that stuff, they ask you, are you on anything? I said no. I've yeah, been taking... Too. I had been taking Zoloft, you know, because I don't care. It is what it is. I had been on taking Zoloft for three and a half years. So I just left that part blank on the thing. Okay. You know, I'm like, well, it, you know, I can just stop taking it whenever. They don't need to know that. So I thought when you get there, you start the game right away. I thought, you know, you didn't sit around for six days before the game started. So before I left, I had a week. So I broke my pill in half, just took a half, and then I didn't bring it with me because I thought, oh, my God, they'll go through my luggage, and if they find this, they'll know I lied. And they always threaten you with that extra that's in a hotel room just waiting to take your place and tick a lock. Well, as this was going, the Zoloft public service announcement, never, ever hold turkey your meds. If you are on anything <laughs> like Prozac or Zoloft or yeah. whatever, it's a slow three- to four-month process. This happened in a week and a half. So I went into a mental <laughs> tailspin where I thought my husband was sleeping around with somebody. I thought my daughter was going to be on intervention and she was going to turn into a crack whore because I left her. Um, I had the producer guys when they were interviewing bawling because I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was bad. It was a bad rabbit hole I went down. So that's where the pinky idea came up. So, yeah, when I left, it probably was a good idea. This is fascinating, Kathy. So you were you were taking medication, and then because you didn't tell the producers, and then you stopped taking it to go on the show. And uh, wow, this is this is like a, a really uh, interesting story. I, don't, I haven't heard anything else like this except <laughs> Kathy. Do you think that maybe this could explain 
Brandon Hance. Is did Brandon Hance stop taking Zoloft before this season? He, he, there might be some psychotropic other drug he stopped taking. I don't know, but um, yeah, Joel knows when we got to Ponderosa, I just sat in a chair for four days. Yao Man was so concerned he got Dr. Liza, who is the show shrink. Mm -hmm. She actually found me the last box of Zoloft on the island. Oh, and uh, yeah, and uh, so never ever cold turkey or meds. <laughs> and I asked Dr. Liza, had I told you that I was on Zoloft, would you still have let me get on the show? And she's like, well, you know, it's not like you just got put on it because you tried to kill somebody and you, you're been stiff. I said, I'll take that as a no. So she really couldn't give me an answer. So yeah. I believe had I told them that right there would have been the checked box that said next. Well, it comes out. down to if that's an advantage for you, you know, that there's other people that, you know, certain medications are, are an advantage and it's not like blood pressure medicine, you know, um, you know, if, well, if right, you can, if you're on the birth control pill, they let you take that there's, you know, yeah. you can take birth control, but they won't let you take any, you know, analgesic or an anti-inflammatory or, cause I had just had shots in my back six days before I was supposed to leave. So oh my I God, they're like, no, you can't take that. Yes. Uh, and so. you know, a similar story could have also happened on your season with one Johnny Fairplay who had been uh power bombed by Danny Bonaducci about uh, two weeks before that you guys left to go play in your game. And I'm sure he was, uh, you know, coming off of some very strong medication as well. Yeah, and, and it is amazing when you're out there, you have no food, no water. You're not surrounded by people that like you. <laughs> <laughs> the rain, the weather, everything. Yeah. Wow, you are isolated. It, 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 you really go down that thing, so always stay on your meds. Okay, so do you guys think, uh, with from your experiences, do you think that the fans from this season, if there is a tribe swap, will they learn the lessons of the original Survivor fans versus favorites, or uh, will are they doomed to repeat the past? Will they target themselves to save their own skin? Yeah, I think they will. I think they'll target. I they, just based on what I see right now. And and here's here's the thing that I was thinking about too is, you know, you're looking because just thinking back to how the dynamic of um of our, of our tribe of the Iri tribe um, from season sixteen, just thinking back to that dynamic where it where it looked like it was seven against three. Um, and then and and then the votes went the way they did, and it didn't it didn't look like the alliances were what they were. That that there may be something else going on within those alliances that we're not seeing. So it, it may not be six against four, um, and and or six against three. Now there there may be something else going on there with with uh, with the bearded guy, and I, I don't know anybody's names, but you know um, the gay so, guy is Mike. Okay, so so Mike and the and the guy with the beard. There there may be something else going on there. They may have already uh, decided who they're going to go with in the, in this whole process. We don't know, but but to answer your question, I think I do think based on what we have seen that um, that there's enough strife within that tribe that um, that they will kind of self destruct and and still and, and try to try to join up with somebody that that they think is strong mm -hmm. uh, on that other on that other uh the returning tribe you know they're oh they're strong so we want to play with them because they're strong and i want to be like them kind of mentality instead of just straight out like i said exactly what we should have done no this is okay so this is how the season's going to be us against them yeah period end of story you know 
Does it also play into the fans versus favorites season? Whereas almost like if you had a season called redheads versus people who love redheads. Okay. Hear me, hear me out here. Okay. okay. You guys, the, the, like the, the common denominator for you guys is as the fans. And I don't know how, if, if you guys were all true survivor fans, but you're all people who love survivor and you're playing against famous survivors. So isn't the feeling naturally when you guys get together? Oh my God. Oh my God. It's Penner. Oh my God. It's uh it's poverty. I'm in an alliance with you. And I watched you on TV. I hate that guy that I've been playing the game with for two weeks, but I love, love you you're awesome well people wonder how yao man was able to go hey kb pick that up the idol and the first thing okay because i was tired man i was just leaning on the boat i was the last one there <laughs> me and yao man were like the last ones there but as we started out to head towards that other island everybody was passing me up i'm like i didn't hear what jeff said did anybody hear what he said it was raining so hard i was so excited I heard boat, island, you know, map. That's all I heard. So I see Yao Man about 20, 40 yards to the right of me. So I go sideways. I'm like, oh my God, it's Yao Man. If I never see you in the rest of the game, can I just shake your hand and tell you I'm a huge fan? And so he was so gracious and he said, oh, what's your name? And and I said, I'm KB. I mean, I'm Kathy. Everybody calls me KB, but oh man, this is just an honor to meet you. And so that's how the story went that Yao Man knew my name because of that moment. And I was starstruck by actually, you know, getting to know Yao Man. And in the football challenge, I hung to him like white on rice. I mean, I'm like, okay, Yao Man, I'm hanging on to his back. We were so, you know, so it was for me. Uh, uh, Yao Man was my big one. James, love James. We only saw five episodes of China before we left. Um, but what I had seen of James, I was like, whoa. So I did love James and I got to love Parvati. I mean, just that girl can, like I said, charm a coconut out of a tree. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's segue into Eric, uh, who's now back this season as a favorite. Um, he's not in a good spot right now. He kind of, I, I think he missed an opportunity early on when Philip came to him and said, Hey, uh, you know, we want you to be in, the, we have the numbers. We want you to be in our group. If you don't want to be with us, we have the numbers anyway, without you. So what do you think? And Eric sort of took that information and went back to the uh, minority and said, or I guess maybe he didn't think it was the minority at the time, but went back and said, Hey, uh, Philip's a bully. Look what he's trying to do. Uh, he, I, you know, I forget what he called him, but he was, he's, uh, he's pushy. He's this, I don't want to be a part of Philip. Um, so now he's in a bad spot. He's in alliance with Brandon Hans. Can Eric Reichenbach recover? I, 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 I agree. I heard, I heard, uh, you know, I listened to, um, uh, about three quarters of the interview that you did with Sandra and he kind of mentioned this same deal where, uh, where Eric missed his opportunity. And, and I don't know if he, if he should have necessarily done something different or, or if he just should have not been so vocal about how offended he was by that, because watching that, I thought, wow, man, how arrogant is, is this guy to, to basically tell Eric, well, Hey, we don't need you buddy, but, uh, but, but I like you. So, uh, so I'm going to keep you around. You know, hey man, pack sand. <laughs> but, but you don't say that, you know, I mean, we, we, 
we've learned the hard way and, and have watched those who went before us and those who went after us. You don't do that. If you want to fly below the radar, you keep your opinions to yourself. And you just nod and you say, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. I agree. You're, hey, you're the man. You're in charge. I love, you're so smart. And, uh, and, and go that route because um, now he did. He, he, he alienated himself. And it's obvious the way that the votes went. And it's obvious who didn't vote with Philip. He knows it. Um, and, and I think the, the last person that you would want to be aligned with as in a minority group would be Brandon. Right. Isn't that the unwritten rule of Survivor is that there you never say no, no, no matter what anybody asks you, isn't isn't the answer isn't like, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, I, I you know what, I, I, th- I, I like what you're putting down. I think this is yeah. good. And that's yeah, like yeah, that's, even that's like I, that's the nice way of saying no on Survivor. Like, yeah, I, I think you're onto something yeah, there. They're agreeing with you. You got to be suspect. right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Eric, you yeah, you agree with me, right? I do. I mean, Eric is such an innocent little kid. I mean, he's like, he's from Michigan. I'm originally from Wisconsin. He's that small town ice scooper from hell. And he's just that kind of a kid, you know? So as far as the brain trust goes, yeah, he, you would have to pull him up into the boat. You know, maybe his sweetness can work his way out of the pickle that he's in. I, I think he can find his way out of it because he's he he is really good physically. Mm-hmm. So I think that can work to his advantage if if there's a couple things that happen maybe in some challenges that really make him shine that he can he can kind of maneuver his way back in it back into the fold or take the place of somebody else. But but if he's if he's vocal about that that offense that he felt, that's going to continue to push him further away. So he needs to just be careful with that. How much could Eric benefit from a tribe swap right around now? I think he, I think he could definitely. I think he would because they, they would be, if if they were playing smart, if the, I'm sorry, if the, um, if the return, if the um, fans are playing smart, they're going to be looking for somebody to come with them. Now, if the if the favorites are playing smart, they're going to be looking doing the same thing, sticking together and looking for somebody to come with them. But uh, you, you got that dynamic. We're already in both tribes. There's separation. So, you know, somebody is going to jump ship and, and it may appear, it, it appears as though it, Eric would be in a good position to do that. And wouldn't Eric be in a great position to go to the fans and so, especially if he's really down in the numbers with the favorites and say, hey, guys, I was like you once. I was a fan. I know what position you're in. I can help you guys. Shouldn't we all work together? I feel more like a fan. You guys are kindred spirits. Let's take out the favorites. Could he turn on the favorites? He could. I mean, because he turned on the fans by going with Ozzy. <laughs> What's the diff? You know, you go where you think you're going to be safe. He, yeah, you see, that that's the thing. Is Eric, Eric didn't turn until, until after they already had the minority. He was the yeah. only one on that tribe who didn't vote for me. And then once they're a minority, then that's that's a done deal. You have to you have to go with the majority in those numbers. Now, if it, could he do that? What you described, Rob? Could he do that? Yeah, he could. Could that? Would that be a, a good position potentially to put himself into? Yeah, it could. But I don't think it's the smart thing to do. It, it, it's a numbers game. The, the game of Survivor is a numbers game, and and you you eliminate. You know, my mistake was not eliminating the obvious votes. Having my same alliance, but not, but, but, but eliminate the obvious votes, the Kathy Tracy Chet votes, eliminate them 
but have my four. We still mm-hmm. would have had a majority when the three of them were gone. So the, being a numbers game, you, you do, um, you stick with your original tribe, you stick with the favorites and then figure it out down the road, but get rid of that other tribe, get rid of them. Joel, were you and Mikey B playing the game too hard, too early? And, and is that what caused the downfall of the fans tribe the first time around? The short answer of that would be yes. I, I think a longer answer would be there were certain things that Mikey was doing on the island that I that I didn't care for. He played um, very hard. Things, one, very... one of the things that I that I didn't like was um, the alienation of the three. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just didn't I didn't agree with it. Um, I I I actually said in one of my interviews I said I'll trade one for three any day of the week. Even if those three are a little bit weaker than the one, I'll trade one for three. I've coached teams and I'll take three people that are going to do what I ask them to do over one person who's going to send turmoil throughout the whole place any day of the week. Because the question, the obvious question was, well, he's strong. He's strong. Why would you get rid of him? I said, he's strong, but he's he was the person who the moment we stepped on this island said, they're over there. We're over here. We're the cool kids and they're the, they're the rejects. Get rid of them. And I just like, like how can you? I, you know, I, I, we know, I think I'm not the most sensitive, compassionate person, but even that was just a little bit much for me. Okay. Are you guys ready? Oh, to- thank, you. thank you, Joel. That's like hey. the first time I've heard that. Thank yeah. you. See? Uh, all right. Let me take, give you guys some questions here uh, that are coming in both on from uh, the people who are watching live in the chat room and using the hashtag RHAP to tweet to us and then also from our Facebook fan page. Uh, and here's one from Brendan Knoll. He wants to know, why does nobody like Jason? Now, first of all, is that true? Does nobody like Jason? That's well, it's true from the three old and weak people. Although yeah. Tracy has said she's got no problem with him, but you know, Chet and I for sure were like just the things he did out there, things he said. Uh, I mean, I'm older and mature, I you know, life's short, I don't need crap like that from people who act like that in my life so. You know, I thought his character really was pretty crappy, and I don't try to keep people like that in my life. So, yeah, he just was a really crappy dude. I mean, he he didn't care if he told you, get out of here, get out of my way, you're in my camera view, or I'm going to hide the machete so you guys can't get it. And I'm he didn't care, and it's like, ugh, you know, you can't sleep under here in this rock. In this this cave. is just for us. You know, who does that? <laughs> he had a little he had a little Russell Hans in him. <laughs> I, I, no pun intended. But uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, there was definitely kind of that he had that dynamic with his personality. But I think what really upset um, what really upset people, um, even some of the people that were aligned with him, was just that combined with his age. That that combined with his age and his kind of this inexperience in life was really, it was like, who is this kid? Where where does this kid come from that he talks to people like this? I, I think that's what upset me. I know there was one day that he was he and Chet were arguing about something, and Chet was really upset, and he actually, for whatever reason, he came over and talked to me, and and I just kind of told him, I said, hey man, you just gotta let you gotta let some of the stuff that Jason says just slide off your back. Because he's 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 doing his own thing, and we're in the middle of a game, and a lot of what he says is offending a lot of people, and it was just his interaction that the, the way that it was. 
I didn't particularly like him too much, but I wasn't too worried about it because he was he was Mikey's boy. He wasn't wasn't one of my guys. Well, and then the fact with the shelter too. I mean, come on. How many shelters did he build that collapsed? One collapsed right on my head. Uh oh. You know, and nobody would help me get it off my head. I'm like, hello, you know, and he just knew everything. I know everything. Uh, Tracy is saying, no, you need to support me. Have you ever built a shelter before? Well, I have, you know, and so you had to walk away and just go, what the, you know, and then he built it. We'd all sit in it and collapse. And then he'd build another one. And then the roof of that one would collapse until that's why we all were looking to live under a rock or had to build our own one, you know, because he just would not let you do anything. So we, we were. Yeah, we were all pretty guilty of building some pretty horrible shelters. I think we all we all played a significant role in in horrible construction. I was I was fascinated how how after the third failed shelter, then that's when I first heard that Tracy actually had a background in construction. So, well, and like Tracy oh, said, right. nobody nobody would talk to us or let her know. She wow, she tried man. to tell me. <laughs> That's not so true. I mean, I think we would if somebody said, hey, look, this is what I do for a living. Can I give my advice? I think that might have gone over a little bit more than those guys are so stupid. They don't know what they're doing. They're a bunch of bunch of dumb Neanderthals. It, it, so that is there's an, there's an approach. But I, I, after that, after the third one failed, I had no desire to build a shelter at all myself. So I went to the boat and I slept on the boat the, the whole time. Okay. You did. Here's a question from Survivor Buff, and I know we were talking about this before, the whole Mary Who thing. Survivor Buff wants to know, I know it's a big joke that Kathy supposedly didn't know who Mary was, but I've always thought she just couldn't hear what Joel was saying. Since we have the two of you here, Kathy, (laughs) did you really not know who he was talking about, or could you just not hear what Joel was saying? I could hear what he was saying. I just didn't understand it at all, because you got to realize I just got back from Exile Island. Chet just... The reason why we were going to tribal is because Chet tanked that, not just Chet, but I mean, that whole challenge, Joel was screaming. I'm surprised you didn't pop a vein or, you know, a hernia screaming for him to get out of the water. Come back, come back. Uh, So I, right from there, get sent off to Exile Island. And so uh, Chet's gone. Oh my God, they're voting Chet out. He's gone because, you know, you always vote for the person who screwed up the challenge. Chet's gone. We're the three old and weak ones. So out of the three, you know, Chet blew it. He's gone. So when he comes up to me out of the blue and says, don't ask any questions (laughs) for voting for Mary. And I'm like, who? So I heard him and I knew who Mary was, but I'm like, how did it get to Mary? I thought for sure it'd be Chet. That's how you know? I took it too. That's that's how I, I understood her. Her what was? It, it, we were in a rush. First of all, we were we were hurried, so I just wanted to get the message to her. It was also kind of a little bit of my attempt to make them, you know, that that group of three think that I'm I'm pulling them into, you know, under my wing into my fold. Mm-hmm. But it but it was also the way I undertook it was it was a, a confusion like. They knew they were alienated. They didn't know about our alliance of four. They didn't know that there was any separation in that group of seven at all. So for, I think for, for Tracy and Kathy and and Chet, it was just a matter of, okay, which one of us is going first. So when I came to her and said, it's not one of you, it was what, 
That's yeah. that's how I took Ooh. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mary. Ooh. Yeah. Boat <laughs> Mary. Okay, this yeah. next question comes classic. from uh, Jeremiah Panhorse, and he wants to know, which new fan has a real chance of winning? Do you guys think that one of the fans actually has a chance to take this thing? I, I haven't, I personally haven't seen enough of, of probably what you would call the majority in that tribe yet. Um, based on what we have seen, I would think that, is it Reynolds? Part of the, you know, one of the cool kids group, is that his name? Yeah. Reynolds. Reynolds. Yes. Reynolds. Reynolds. I would, I would think that he could go far. I would, I would, I would put a little bit of, of money in his corner, but yeah, who knows? And from what I've seen, I, the, the older blonde, you know, four blondes, come on. Could you not have any more that we can't tell who's who? Cause I never bother learning their names because they're usually gone first, but I would say the older one, Sherry might have a shot. On mm-hmm. the fan side. Okay, I'll just pick a blonde then. Do well, I get good the, odds if I just pick a blonde? Yeah, one of the blondes. <laughs> one of the blondes. <laughs> one of the blonde. I mean, have they had a season so far where I just looked at all like besides the older one, Sherry, that I just went, I can't tell you guys apart. I mean, I know I have trouble with the Asian people too, telling them apart. But the blondes, Take it I'm easy, like, Kathy. I cannot tell you apart. I don't know who's who. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, here's from a, a question from Robert McHugh. He says, "Which fa- which favorites uh, on your season were the most different from the your perceptions of them on their first season? Were there any of the favorites that you played with that had a very different perception uh, from what you expected?" Parvati for me. And I'll I'll be nice because I think there's a couple that I would that I would say definitely yes, but I'll I'll pick the best surprise for me was Amy. I thought Amy was just a angry lesbian hate men. Uh, that that was why that was why I didn't trust her. She actually came right to me when we shuffled and said, "Ceri's calling the shots. I'm with you guys if you want to vote her out." And I thought, "Ooh, this girl is playing a game." I watched her play, and she is trying to run me cro- crooked. And uh, and didn't believe her, but uh, I should have. And she's c- completely different than how she was in Vanuatu. Vanuatu, she is. She really was. Exile Island with her too. She's very wow. She's. Sweet. I have to say, I have to tell you that Amy is is absolutely one of my favorite people, probably in, in that I know. Yeah. She uh, she is just a just a she's inspires me with the way that she genuinely cares for people and and is positive and i wish i had more of that in in me wow if you did an autopsy on amy rainbows would burst out of her chest and <laughs> is that what those hip, are and a hippie van would be her heart you know she's <laughs> oh. just yeah she's awesome now she i have a question for you guys now you guys in now i don't know everything about survivor but i do know that you guys uh it said that you guys had the best pre-jury trip out of any group ever in the history of survivor of course the people who who don't make oh. the jury travel together uh is it true that you guys had the most fun out of any uh pre-jury group we we had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> is there one story that's that's able to be told uh, man, it was I know there pretty... are many that are not able to be told. Is there one that is oh, a, that is? Man, it's, 
I'm trying. Well, I okay. Are you able Again, to be told on a family to, show? I'm okay. I every, I think every time I talk, your you your sound cuts out. It's probably my system. Um, I took a. Uh, I wanted to get away from everything because I'm you know you, I'm antisocial. I don't like people. Uh, you know, but uh, the uh, I I wanted to rent a uh, a dirt bike. And so I, I went on a, a trip on a little Honda 250 and literally almost fell off the side of a mountain. I what? found a trail that's a, an elephant trail and, um, and, and went where they do elephant tours and stuff like that. And I went down this trail. I hope this is something I can talk about. I think it is. Yeah. Right? Why not? You can nod. Yeah, whatever. All right. Why not? So I went down this, um, I went down this elephant trail because it, it was up on the high on the side of this mountain and the trail just started getting narrower and narrower and the brush started getting higher and higher till finally I decided, you know what, I think I need to turn around. What I didn't realize with this, the side of this mountain, just a, about a foot of where my tires were was sheer straight down because I had to turn that bike around. And so I'm inching forward, backward, forward, backward, forward, back. And I inched backward and the back tire goes over. Oh no. And I, I pretty much stained my shorts, I think. <laughs> and pulled on the throttle a little bit, let out the clutch to get it, to get it up and inched it back. And once I could breathe again, got back on the trail and got off the side of that mountain. Didn't, didn't realize, but um, after that I went back and grabbed Amy and we went and saw some sights and went up to a waterfall outside. And it was just very relaxing, wow. very, very um, in the mix of all the ridiculousness that was going on. That was probably one of the most fun things I did on our pre-jury trip. So Amy didn't take you one to, to the, one of those boy girl clubs? No? No. And that's probably the... <laughs> Of all the stories, one of the <laughs> the most tame and, and, and the most, and it involved right. you soiling your shorts. So that and that's and, and that's the cleanest <laughs> one. Yeah, I actually took that dirt bike. I went around. Um, I went around the entire island and to all the lookout points. It was that was pretty. That was pretty awesome for me. Yeah. One one day I'll tell my crazy stories about hanging out with Rudy and Tina uh, and pre jury uh, on the All Stars. That was a a really wild time. You know it, what's crazy is the 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 folks that were there from the favorites tribe said that didn't 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 seem too uh, in awe with with our accommodations. They they seemed to be feel like they were getting the raw end of the deal. Oh, for me it was it was pretty awesome, but I had nothing to compare it to. For them, they seemed to feel like we were getting a little shafted. Mm, okay, and and I wasn't there. Oh, you so. didn't go. Because you were, yeah, because you were going to cut fingers off. That's why you couldn't go. Exactly. <laughs> on day four in Ponderosa, they were all supposed to go on a fishing trip. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to hide in the porta potty and good luck finding me. Yeah. Or I was going to hide behind a tree. And while they looked for me, because apparently you're forced to go on these things. And so the, Dr. Liza came up to me and just said, you know, how would you feel? And not saying it's going to happen, but, uh, you know, if you didn't go on the, th I said, well, I think I kind of have to, right. Cause aren't I supposed to try to be friends with these people? Cause aren't we going to see each other again? Like at the finale. And I go, you know, yeah, I think like I have to go with them. Don't I, I'm pretty much just going to sit in a room and smoke cigarettes and watch TV. But so they said, when they go on the boat trip, uh, you stay. 
So they all left to pack your bag and I, Mark Burnett flew me home. So oh, good but for I you. had to still be in sequester. I couldn't still pick up my daughter from school. I couldn't let anybody know I was home, which I did. Um, so yeah, I didn't get to go to Thailand, <laughs> Bangkok. Family friendly. I got Kevin. it in there. I got it in, and you can't even bleep it because it's really a word. <laughs> All right, here's a here's a question we got from a lot of people. Uh, Kaufman Four wants to know. Please ask Joel about the challenge with him dragging Chet around. His statement and Chet's reaction after it was awesome. Now that's become like one of the more famous moments uh, from that yeah. season. I mean, if you told people, okay, name three things that happened on Survivor fans versus favorites i think people would say uh eric gave away the necklace uh maybe ozzy got voted out and then uh, joel dragged chet around through the obstacle course <laughs> like a rag doll <laughs> i i well okay where do i start with that one um a couple things a couple things that i've kind of alluded to already was one there one i think chet and i had an understanding i i didn't hate chet chet knows that i didn't hate him there was there was an understanding there that um that he was someone that that I had planned on bringing along, um, that I had planned on bringing along, um, as as kind of like you would a Philip, you know, somebody who who isn't necessarily going to offer you a whole lot with um, with the tribe, but but is nobody's going to vote for this person to win either. So if you bring somebody like this, you know, that was kind of in the back of my mind as a potential thought plus he would vote any way that we asked him to so that wasn't and and that was you know tracy's that was tracy's relationship with him too is that he would vote anyway so specifically getting to that dragging deal was um he knew where i was coming from and and first of all i had no idea i was dragging him i really genuinely literally had no idea i was dragging him i mean for, for training for the fire department we first of all put on about 70 pounds of gear and then grab another 70 pound tire and drag that behind us a uh, hundred yards one way a hundred yards back the other way we do that because when you're when you're taking the hose off the back of a truck and you're hooking that up to a fire hydrant you may have a hundred foot 200 foot hose lay that you have to do and you're pulling all that hose off the back of a truck so we train for that because we train that way and because I train that way, I, I genuinely thought he just wasn't keeping up, but I had no idea I was dragging him. Then on top of that, we get to the end and he says, I hit my head. Now I didn't see him when he hit his head. It did look bad. I'll admit that. Mm -hmm. watching it, 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 did, it, you didn't like go uh, a little bit when you did that. <laughs> well, I did, but I just thought, Hey man, there's fences were jumping through. I get it. You know? Mm -hmm. So, um, also, one of the big criticisms was that there was no communication, and maybe I wasn't turning around and facing him, but I was yelling over as we run under. Yeah. And how did you guys get paired that. up? Did you guys, was it like a draw straws sort of thing, or you guys said, hey, why don't we be a pair together? No. <laughs> the picking came down to everybody else pairing up, and Chet and I were the only two left. Yeah. And I think because Chet and I were on such opposite ends of that spectrum, for the for the tribe nobody really wanted to be with me and and nobody really wanted to be with him mm -hmm. so the two of us came together and kind of just did what we had to do uh, or didn't do yeah. what we had to do because right. strategically well, see, on our side with penner yeah penner arranged our group 
to a T. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, one of the smartest strategizing guy. Right away, he made everybody feel welcome because we had just swapped tribes. And so he said, okay, who are the quickest, tiniest people here? And, you know, it's obvious. It's Eliza and Parvati, tiny. Okay, you guys be the fast one. Um, who is, you know, the medium bulky James with Jason? So he said, now who here would have a heart? And he didn't say who is old and weak. <laughs> who would have the, who would be the, who, we, the who slowest, would be more diff- who, would who would have, a who would have the hardest time to get through a challenge? Uh, That's perfect. Yeah. That's how he said it. <laughs> um, so I raised my hand and I said, I'm five foot 10. Yeah. Okay. And I knew I had just got shots in my back six days before we left. So I right away said, okay, I'll be the weak one. Cause you know, I've been called that since I got here, but I said, I'm five foot 10. I can't really duck under them things as easily. Um, and so Natalie didn't say anything. And, and so it got to the point where, okay, it's me and Natalie. She goes, well, I, I just don't want people to think I'm weak. And I'm like, I am so freaking sick of hearing that freaking word for, you know, weak. Mm-hmm. Just let's man up and just do. I'm like, I'm okay with the fact knowing that I'm five foot ten and I cannot duck under those things. And then Penner set it up when he saw Ozzy and, uh, Air, you know, he set yeah. up, let's, yeah. yeah, we know they're going to get it, right? So let's put the weak person, let's put the weak team with them because we know they're going to get the point no matter who they're against, you know, and they just. Smart. Yes, Petter just, he strategized that whole thing with us. There was no arguing for the first time. Wow. There was no arguing about who's going to sit out, who's going to do this, who can't do that. I mean, our tribe was nothing but arguing when a challenge would start. It would just be an argument about who's going to well, do and, what, and who's going to l- sit, and who's going to yeah. do that, and you sit out. And, well, I don't want to sit out. Well, you. It was looking so back, refreshing. I think looking back for me, it would have been real smart to put me with Amy um, to keep uh, Jason and and Ozzy together and to put Ch- Chet with Sari. That would have been a smart. Yeah. Uh, Trace uh, was. Eric. Jason was on our side. He was with James. Oh, so okay. So yeah. Eric but, and but, Ozzy. And then who was who was Tracy with? I don't remember. But. Sari. No, James? Amanda. Amanda, right? Oh, okay. Or was Tracy with Sari and Amanda was with was with uh, um, Amy? I I don't remember. But um, getting back to the the guy who asked the question the the very end of that when he said I hit my head I was and and I believe Chet knew this it wasn't in I don't care that you hit your head it wasn't I don't care in response to your head's not cracked open your brain's not falling out of it there's no bone sticking out of your body we lost (laughs) that was where my my mind was right you bumped your head really you bumped your head we just lost that was that was kind of my angst, and and that was his his response. I know was I think because he understood that he wasn't saying I know you don't care about me. <laughs> I think he was saying I know we just lost. I I, I know almost in a sense of saying I know I'm sorry I'm complaining about bumping my head. That was how I understood it. Yeah, um, and it would never got spoken about again between he and I. So okay. All right, well, it's getting late. One, Let me give you guys one last question uh, from Erin Clark. She wants to know, are there any favorites from this season that you wish you could have played with on your season? Is there anybody on the favorites tribe, and don't say Eric Reichenbach, that you wish you could have gotten a chance to play with? Nobody? I, honestly, honestly, no. I mean, I don't mean <laughs> no. that offensively. But and I, I don't either. I don't but... see... 
I don't see, and here's what's really crazy is as much as I don't like his character, the the most strategic one on that tribe is Philip. Mm-hmm. So, and I w- really wouldn't want to play with him. Yeah. But uh, uh, Joel, I don't see anybody else. You would have gotten a good nickname. I think you there would have been a really a really <laughs> stealth yeah. artist, a they, nickname they for you, Joel. One on, they gave me one on season 16, too. They just never showed it. What was That's it? All the, all the favorites tribe called Truck. me. They didn't know my name. I think Truck. they... I think that was a combination of me being big and them thinking my name was Troy in some aspects. So they, they comboed those two together and made truck. But that's, yeah, Amy still calls me that. And uh, truck. a handful of other people from our season still refer to me as that, but they never, that was never shown other than one vote when I got voted out, they put, they wrote truck. Yeah. And Chet's name was Salmon Boy. <laughs> Salmon Boy. Because <laughs> his pink boxers. Oh. He had the orange like Philip, the orange vest and, yeah, he was yeah. Salmon Boy. Kathy, nobody from the f- current favorites? You know, when Cochran was on his first season, I might have said Cochran. But yeah. then towards the end of his season, the old, it does get a little irritating, <laughs> I got to admit. You know, tw- you only see so much of it, but I know what, it's 24 hours a day. And I can see where it could get a little irritating. So I would have said Cochran, but yeah. not anymore. And yeah, no, I really... I mean, Dawn, maybe Dawn, but only because she's so sweet and nice. And it would be nice to be on an island with somebody nice. Oh, you might get but some other bread. Other than that, no. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. This was this was a lot of fun. Whenever you know, we did this with uh, with my season, and I felt like we we learned a lot of new stuff. And uh, doing this with you guys, this was really really fun to go back. And uh, I, I hope you guys uh, had a good time with it too. I okay, did. I just I just wish that more people from our season would have wanted to be here. Yeah, they said they would be, and then they bet. That's what I was going to say, too. I think Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Let's put it out there to all the the Rob as a podcast listeners. Here's my pitch. A fans versus fans season, where you bring back the original fans tribe versus (laughs) this fans tribe, where we both are playing again. It's not lopsided. We're not out outwitted by people who have who have gone through the experience but we're it's equal even playing fields now now let's see which fan stripe is better well does eric reichenbach have the unfair advantage there being a three-time player against all you know, the two-time we'll players <laughs> <laughs> no, no he gets though, an immunity necklace to start favorites why don't they pick the um every season they vote in a fan favorite that wins the sprint hundred thousand dollars you know why didn't they just take all those people? Because apparently they're America's favorite if they're getting voted the fan favorite. Yeah, I thought that would be a better season than the people they picked this season. No, you know, I've never met Francesca, but dear God, first out and that's a favorite. Come on. Or just or just, or just have some way, uh, someone who comes out and says, this is how they were chosen to at least at least make it a legitimate because it just seems pretty illegitimate. All right, so you guys want some accounting as to where they're getting their favorites from. Or, or just who, even if it's one person, even if it's just one person saying, hey, this is my favorite and I make the choice, so shut up. I'll, I'm cool with that too. Yeah. You want a selection show. <laughs> I, I'm prejudiced because I think our season, even as a fan, when I watched it, I just thought it was a great season. Hey. I mean, as a fan of the show Survivor, all the blind sides, all mm-hmm. the idiocy, all the challenges, the rain. Joel, you dragon chat. My God, the funks are still vibrating in my head. I heard every funk 
of Chet's head and body. I just thought we had a great season, and I'm not, I'm not that thrilled about this one. I know they're trying. They even have the same buff colors. Yeah. No, you guys did have a great season. I don't see the chemistry. I don't see the chemistry. Well, we got to see how it plays out. We got to see how it plays yeah, out. Absolutely. Um, a lot more time left. Yeah, a lot of time left. Dalton Ross, he ranks the seasons after every single season. Number one on his still list, on his list still, fans versus favorites. One, yep. the original fans versus yep. favorites. Dalton Ross's best season of all yep. time. And the Woo! only one we and the only one that season 16 ever comes second to is season 1 on anything that I've ever seen. So, there's there's something to be said for that. I don't think I have a whole lot to contribute to it, but I was there. So, hey. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You, totally. Everybody I mean, played a part. It's true. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, you guys want to uh, give out any uh, Twitter or Facebook or, or anything, anything you want to tell people about? Yeah. You can, you can uh, see my, come to my Twitter handle is Survivor Joel. Who? That's <laughs> me. Survivor Joel, who? Because uh, it doesn't seem like. Uh, well, that it's just it it works. <laughs> Good. So I, at Survivor and Joel, who? I don't who? have Twitter because you know I yeah. got other things. But to you're do, all so. the time on pre, uh, previously on Survivor. So if you want to see more, Kathy, go been join. Stalking me? No. Well, yeah. I yeah. Why well, I, I see you there? Uh, so go see. I, I actually I enjoy. I mean, contrary to it, what seems like a lot, I actually enjoy talking to um, a lot of the fans. There's there's not a lot of them that I talk to, but the ones that I do seem seem legitimate you know they they're it's it's fun for me to uh to discuss some of the things i i enjoy it so yeah i know my husband's sick of hearing about it so who else are you going to talk to about right. it yeah, <laughs> why do you think i'm doing yeah. this show <laughs> that's why this has been fun because yeah. me and joel can talk about it again this yeah. has yeah. been awesome yeah. rob thank good. you well good i'm glad you guys could make it thank you guys so much and uh i want to uh thank everybody who who's uh, stayed up late and watched the show and we'll be back on uh wednesday wednesday night uh, Stephen Fishback and I will be doing Survivor Know-It-Alls live after the show on Pacific Time this week. So uh, that's going to be 9.15 p.m., another late night Pacific Time. Uh, and then we'll be back with the next person kicked off of Survivor on Thursday and uh, another Survivor recap show uh, on uh, Thursday afternoon. So thank you guys so much. Thanks, everybody, who uh, watched us live. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thank Bye. you Thanks, guys. Rob. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. I know. Seriously, it was. Now that I always liked you, Joel. You know. Oh, thanks. I did. It's, I did. it's the Wisconsin connection. It's what? You're from Wisconsin? Yeah, I was born in Waukesha. Yeah. Well, I never knew anything. <laughs>